All right. It's a new show that we're starting out here. Welcome. It's called Breaking the Safe. Before you panic, it's not a safe bashing show. We want to explore safe, the myth, the complaints, the criticisms, the pros, the cons, the good, the bad, all of those things. And in order to do that well, we've brought in a good friend and expert, Yuval Urit, who's also a professional scrum trainer with scrum.org. So hopefully our perspectives uh, match up well on that end and we can start closing some of the loops and gaps on safe. Yuval, how are you doing? Good. How are you, Ryan? Doing great. And so uh, some of your background, you're an SPCT, you teach uh, the safe courses. You've been, um, I think you're actually a safe fellow, which means you're uh, very much involved in the evolution of, of safe and how what's in, what's out, a lot of those discussions, or maybe you can talk about what it means to be a safe fellow and some of your backgrounds with safe, your background as a trainer, especially as a PST, and just the angles that you're coming from as we seek to uh, break safe down, take a look at it from a holistic viewpoint and uh, see what's good, what's bad, and and what can we work on? Sure. Um, yeah, so I started working with Agile in product development as, you know, a practitioner in the trenches back in 2006 or so. Um, and like many other people, once I saw that it worked nicely at the team level, started to feel the need to figure out how to improve agility for teams of teams, working on bigger products, bigger solutions, trying to work together across multiple uh, functions and I played around with multiple things, trying to bring in, you know, Scrum, Kanban, some mashups, um, looking at feature-driven development, some uh, other approaches, and just did that in the trenches for a couple of years. And I became aware of uh, Dean's work on. Um, Agile requirements at scale and the things that eventually became safe uh, right around that time and used that as interesting inspiration and um, finally uh, went and, you know, learned safe from Dean back in, I think, 2013 or so. And the things I really liked in what I saw was the assumption that, or the realization and the assumption that Agile cannot just uh, happen by working with teams. It really needs um, leadership support and leadership engagement um, and the reliance on modern change management practices um, as part of it, um, moving from pigs and chickens to actually involving leadership as, uh, as part of your agile journey. Um, that's sure. a a big, big reason why I think SAFE has a lot of potential and why it is, you know, really succeeding out there because it tackled the change management challenge um, the right way. There are a lot of problems with SAFE. Um, I would say I'm probably an SPCT and a SAFE fellow. I, I, I kid sometimes that maybe it's because I'm willing to challenge safe. Maybe it's despite the fact that I'm willing to challenge safe and, you know, bring uh, fresh perspectives. But you asked what to, what does it mean to be a safe fellow? Um, safe fellows is basically a designation that uh, Scaled Agile provides to people that are leading 
thought leadership and um, and challenging the the status quo around uh, what safe is, contributing to the framework, to the thinking about how to help organizations succeed with safe. So it's very relevant for us fellows to think about what's to play the perfection game with safe, so to speak. What's working well? Sure. What, you know. What do we need to do different as a community? Um, provide some advice to scaled agile, where to take safe, help the community understand what safe is about, what safe is not about. Um, so it's an interesting uh, place to be, especially if you combine it with the fact that I'm also very involved with other communities like the Kanban and Roundatorg walls. Yeah, and that's why I think having you, you know, guide us through this discussion. So of course, so I've. Full disclosure: I've sat through your SPC five course, so I did the four day training. I and I actually enjoyed a lot of it. Right, there's some really good things in there. There's some things that made me go, uh, you know, some of it you look at and you're just like, uh, but that's my professional Scrum trainer stance. You know, the Scrum.org stance coming out on the Scrum specific things. Um, I, I have a very similar experience to yours. You know, started working on Agile and you know, as a developer and doing these types of things, I was more uh, in the developer side. So XP test driven, all of that stuff back in like 2000, 2001, 2002. Um, And the team stuff, I think you're right. It's very well done at a scrum Kanban, pick your flavor and the XP and the team stuff is sorted. When you start talking about portfolio organization, you know, those types of things, there's, there wasn't a lot there. Right. And so you're trying to figure out, well, do I do a Kanban board for the portfolio? And then what do I do at the org level? And how do we tie all this back together? And I think the genius behind what Dean, so when we say Dean, we're talking about Dean Leffingwell. Uh, he initially wrote a few books. I actually went to a conference talk of his, like right when that first book came out that he, he did, I got a free copy of it. He signed it. He gave a great talk about the gap that he was filling in the portfolio space. And you know, agility at all levels of the organization. And it sounded, it's, it sounded great. It's like, wow, the team stuff is working and I can elevate up. And so, you know, of course, everybody takes a look at it. Um, Some organizations see it and they say, cool, that fills a gap. Other organizations say, nah, I love my XP or I love my scrum. I'm going to stick with it. But I think initially the idea was actually, it, it was sold very well. It's filling a need. It's, it's plugging a hole. It's, it's dealing with a gap. Now, what it's turned into and spawned into from you know 2002, 2003 to today, or or whenever you know Dean conceptualized this, I think that's a good discussion point because it is different. But uh, what we'd like to do with this series of shows, and we'll do these for as long as there's uh, Yuval's interest and your viewer questions. Uh, what we want to do with this show is really talk about the top myths, misperceptions, misconceptions, um, truths, you know good, bad, different about safe, right? What's the good? What's the bad? What's the ugly? What's a myth? What's a fact? And really break that down. But we also want it to be community driven, right? So Yuval and I will, we have our, I'm going to pull up the subway chart and I'm going to say, all right, buddy, make this make sense, (laughs) you know? And so we'll talk through that. And I think Yuval does a really nice job of talking through it and that will help everyone out there. But we also want your questions, right? Your serious questions. Now, if you send us a it sucks. Why are you talking about this? Well, we're going to discard that one. Uh, that's not really helpful to the conversation. It's like, glad you have an opinion. We're going to keep moving on. 
But uh, your serious questions, right? Why did they decide to do this? Why did they change the nature of the scrum master to more of a of a manager instead of a, a servant leader? Or I think those are really good discussion points, and we want those. And so we want you to leave your comments below. You know, be, of course, like and subscribe so you know when you've all and I post a new video. But leave your comments below about your biggest safe questions. Now, our community members, if you've got that little badge, if you've signed up, you're going to get priority, right? Your questions are going to make it to the top. But uh, we're going to try to get to everyone involved. But leave your questions, leave your ideas, and we'll try to work through those as much as we can. I think we're also going to do some live streams where we're, we'll take some of those questions, we'll take some new questions, and really try to work through uh, a lot of these ideas that come up on Twitter and on LinkedIn about, oh, safe is the worst because of this. No, safe is the best because of that. Let's just have those conversations. And as those develop, uh, hopefully that generates new ideas, new comments, and we're able to to work through those. How's that sound, Yuval? Sounds good. Um, I just want to reinforce, you know, the mindset uh, that or the stances that we talked about applying here um, on this series. So we're not going to be Pollyanna about safe. Nope. No. We're also not going to be, you know, negative Nelly. Uh, about safe uh, maybe maybe a bit um we're both big skeptics yep. about safe and about things in general and i think that's the right way to be don't accept anything be empirical about it challenge you know uh, misconceptions and you know we're gonna bring we're aware of stuff that's being said about safe out there. And if people are not going to write about it in the comments, which I'm sure they will, <laughs> but we're going to bring those things in. We're going to talk about questions like why aren't Silicon Valley companies uh, or big tech fang companies using safe um, right. on the same vein. We're going to talk about what's similar and different between the business movement around safe and the business movement around scrum. Um, because, you know, as I think there are a lot of similarities between the journeys that these business movements uh, have gone through over the years. So nothing sacred. We're going to have fun talking about everything. Um, I think in the, the next episode, and Yuval, I'm just I'm firing this from the hip. So let me know what you think. I think we ought to pull up Ken Schwaber's Unsafe at Any Speed blog post. Mm-hmm. And let's start there. I'm Yuval and I are PSTs with scrum.org. I mean, I have, I owe my career to Ken Schwaber. I'm a huge fan of his. I know Yuval is too. Um, but Ken's got a blog post out there that, um, that, that is a pretty serious um, condemnation of safe. And maybe we start there and see what some thoughts from Ken work through that and, uh, and proceed from there. But in the meantime, we're going to collect your ideas, collect your comments let us know what you think. Let us know what your questions are. Let us know what your criticisms, your praises, uh, all of those things. We've got one of the safe fellows here in Yuval who can, he's got a lot of great knowledge about this. Plus he's a PST. Plus he works uh, a lot on, I think, Pro Kanban as well. Is that right? I've been involved with Pro Kanban. So, I mean, we've got a... From the big. We have a great practitioner here who's not only in the higher levels of safe, but also is a respected community member across many different organizations. And we're just going to peel the peel these layers back and, and see what's what. So we hope you all join us on this journey. I appreciate you all signing up for this and joining us as well. 
And uh, yeah, keep your keep your eyes open. We're going to be doing some live streams, some videos driven by your questions, comments, and feedback. So get cracking, leave us some comments, and the videos will follow. Anything else there, Yuval? No, just looking forward to it. And it's going to be fun to have that conversation. Yeah, so be sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss the videos that we do. We're also going to be very active on social media. Be sure to follow Yuval and I. It's at Agile for Humans, at Ryan Ripley. Yuval, what's your Twitter handle? At Yuval Yaret. Perfect. Perfect. We kept it easy. Keep an (laughs) eye on the Twitter feeds on LinkedIn so that you know when new videos pop up. But that like and subscribe is the easiest way to do it. Leave us your questions and comments, and we will see you very soon. Thanks, Yuval. Thanks, Ryan.